Hello, and welcome to Try Again with Jason Hughes. I am Jason Hughes, and this is my podcast where I talk about trying and failing and trying again, and we talk about the barriers that might prevent us from trying in the first place and the benefits to trying and failing and everything in between. So, uh, I hope that you're doing well. I appreciate everybody who has been listening and who has subscribed to the podcast and shared it. Um, You guys are awesome, and I hope that everything's going well. I hope that some of this is helpful for you and is making sense, Uh, and I hope that you're having a good holiday season because this can certainly be one of the most emotional times of the year uh, in both a good way and in a very difficult way. So it can definitely be a joyful occasion and a lot of excitement and happiness uh, and peace and comfort and all of that good stuff. But there's also a lot of discomfort that comes with this time of year too. It can be a really stressful time of year. It can be overwhelming. There can be sadness uh, this time of year. There can be grief. Um, there are people who just don't like the holidays and they're grumpy and it's, and that is all okay. You know, we feel what we feel this time of year. And what we'll do a lot is we will feel like it's either one thing or another. There are people who are like, this is the most wonderful time of the year and we should enjoy it. And they don't understand why there are people who don't like the holiday season and uh, will be critical towards all the Scrooges out there. And then there are the people who just don't like this time of year for one reason or another. And then a lot of times they can resent the people who are overjoyed this time of year. They don't like the Christmas music. They don't like the movies. They don't like all the joy and they feel like maybe it's it's fake and manufactured or whatever the case is. But here's the thing. Whatever anybody feels, whether you enjoy the season, whether you don't, whether it brings you peace and happiness, whether it brings you grief and sadness or resentment or a combination of all of those emotions, which is, I know that's the case with me. I have a very mixed bag of emotions this time of year. And the thing is, they are all valid. It doesn't have to be one or the other. They're all valid. And and they all come from different places. And so it's okay for us to feel whatever we feel, even if they seem to contradict each other. Because here's the thing about emotions. They are meant to be felt. You know, they're not meant to be suppressed. They're not meant to be ignored. They're meant to be felt. Our emotions are a bodily function. Our body produces emotions. They are a physical and biological part of us. Therefore, they must be there for a reason. You know, I I probably mentioned this before and you'll probably hear me say it again, but I don't feel like our bodies make mistakes. I feel like anything that we feel there's probably a function to it. And so we want to let it happen. You know, we want to just assume that our body's doing what 
it needs to do for itself because our body knows how to do at least three things for itself. It knows how to survive, it knows how to protect itself, and it knows how to heal itself. And that is what's happening when we feel emotions. Like I said, they are a bodily function. They are meant to be felt. They are meant to be processed. They're meant to be released. And it's not too much different than, and forgive me if I've used this example before, um, but it's really not too much different than other bodily functions, including needing to go to the bathroom. You know, that's a bodily function as well. And if you compare the two, they're not that much different from each other because if I need to use the bathroom, the longer I hold it, the more uncomfortable it becomes. And eventually, it's going to come out anyway. So I might as well figure out a time when it's appropriate to release it so that I can feel better. And our emotions also need to be processed and released. And the longer we hold on to them and suppress them, the more uncomfortable it's going to become because that is not natural. That's not how our body reacts to emotions. But we have learned at different times in our life that that's what, that's what happens. It's almost like we're taught that emotions are something that are not to be felt, uh, which isn't the case. So we want to learn how to, how to feel the emotions when they are there because they are meant to be processed. Again, they are a bodily function. So, uh, so we want to treat them like a bodily function. You know, we want to, we will feel better once we express it and allow ourselves to experience it and process it. And the function of these emotions, the reason that we feel them, it's very primitive, it's very biological, it's survival. Our emotions help us survive. We would not have evolved to the, to the extent that we have if it weren't for emotions, we would have died a long time ago. And I probably talked about some of this before uh, when I talked about misunderstanding emotions, but I want to talk about a little more today about understanding them and, and more about why we feel them. So, so yeah, they, they are a part of our survival. If we didn't have emotions, we wouldn't survive. And so when we look at it that way, it starts to make a little bit more sense on why we might feel what we feel or what they mean to us. So, like, for example, um, probably the easiest one, in my opinion, to describe is fear. Because we feel fear, our body senses fear when it feels like it is, its safety is being threatened. When we feel like there's a threat to our safety, then we sense fear. And emotions, another thing with emotions is they're not facts. So just because I feel something doesn't mean it's true. Just because I feel afraid doesn't necessarily mean that I have something to be afraid of. What it's telling me, though, it's alerting me. That's what emotions do. They alert us to things so that we can check out the situation to determine if what we're sensing uh, is justified or not. But we have to allow ourselves to experience the emotion before we can determine if it's justified or not. So, so we feel fear when, when our body senses that there's a threat to our safety. And so we can check it out to see that, yes, um, there absolutely is or no, there's not. So like if I hear a noise in the middle of the night, I might feel a little bit of fear because that is, it's a strange time for me to hear this. It doesn't, 
seem to fit the situation. And so, so I might feel a little bit of fear. The fear isn't telling me that there is somebody in the house. What it's telling me is you might want to check this out because that is kind of strange. And so I will check it out and learn that, um, yes, there is somebody in the house or that kind of sounds, that's the same sound that makes when my dog falls off the couch because he does that sometimes. So if that's the case, then the fear goes away, but it still did its job. You know, I checked out the situation. So from that survival standpoint, we feel fear when, when our body senses that there's a threat to our safety. So again, Emotions, they serve a very biological function. They help us survive. And it's true with all of our emotions. So anger, we feel angry when we feel like, uh, when we feel like we're being treated unfair, which can be dangerous to us sometimes. You know, if we're being treated unfair, that can be a threat to our safety. And so, so we get angry when we feel like we're being treated unfair and that anger, uh, tells us to check out the situation to see that if yes, this is unfair treatment and something needs to change, or I'm overreacting to this and I misperceived it. But we want to check it out first. And to kind of put it into context, if you think about any major historical event or any major change throughout history, it started because people were angry about how they were being treated. You know, whether it was uh, abolishing slavery or ending the Holocaust, uh, the civil rights movement, uh, women's liberation, you know, things like this, they happen because people were angry about how they were being treated. They were being treated unfair. And that emotion helped them recognize that something needed to change. You know, if we didn't have anger, we would just let people treat us in whatever way they wanted to. And it would just continue to happen and we would be harmed because of it. So the anger tells us that it helps us survive those situations. Um, sadness. So we feel sad when either we are hurting in some way, whether it's emotionally or physically, or when somebody or something that we care about is hurting in some way. And we can feel that. We can empathize with it. And the sadness Sadness actually brings people together. So as human beings, we are a communal species, which means that we depend on each other for survival. And so when we're hurting in some way, when we, when we have a need that is to be met, then if the sadness kind of signals to other people, the people who are closest to us, that, that there's something wrong and they will come check on us, or vice versa, if somebody that we care about is, is hurting in some way, then we can sense that and we will go to check on them. Like if you think about whenever you hear about somebody that, that something has happened to them and, and they're going through something, what is the first thing that you do? I notice for me, one of the first urges that I have is to check on them. You know, I want to I want to reach out to them and see how they're doing and and see if they need anything. There's this urge to reach out and to go to them and to help. And and people do it to me too. You know, they will they will come check on me. They'll ask me, "Hey, are you okay?" even if I haven't said anything and or I might have said that I'm feeling fine, that I'm doing okay. But they can just sense that something is off. We can feel it. And that's what sadness does. Sadness actually brings people together. 
so that we can we can help heal one another. And then once we're together and we're around people who we care about and who we trust and who make us feel safe, that leads to happiness because we feel happy when we feel safe. So again, even the positive, even the comfortable emotions have a very biological function. They have a survival function. And so we feel happy, our body feels happy when it senses that it's safe, when it senses that either the people we are with or where we are is safe. And so it feels good and our body wants to recreate that feeling. So it it will continue to go back to the person uh, who we feel that way with or the place that we feel that way when we're there. And and so that's when we when we feel unsafe, we might go to those places because it it makes us feel happy. The happiness is a good feeling. It's a positive feeling. And we want to recreate that feeling. And if we don't feel I feel like sometimes and I talked about this again in the in the episode with the misunderstanding emotions is we feel like happiness is the goal a lot of times. We try to make people feel better. We try to cheer people up instead of just letting them feel what they feel. Because the reality is, if we want to help people feel better, or if we want to, if we want to feel better ourselves, the best thing to do is to just allow ourselves or allow other people to process their feeling, to let them feel what they feel. You know, become curious about what you're feeling. Become curious about what other people are feeling because that will help them process it. And once we process the emotions, then we can problem solve if necessary or we can realize that whatever it is that's making us feel that way uh, isn't actually there, that we're misperceiving the situation. Whatever it is, once we process the emotion, then that can lead to us feeling safe again, which will make us feel happy. So if we want to feel happiness, we want to process the uncomfortable emotions that we're feeling. And because they are meant to be processed uh, and, and the, our emotions are a bodily function, if we suppress them and we ignore them, they don't go away. What they do is they intensify and, and they become stronger and we might be able to numb them or mute them for a little bit by either ignoring them, by maybe doing things to make us feel a little different. Um, maybe in some cases with, you know, drinking, with drug use, with different things, we can, we can suppress it and mute it for a little bit. But the emotion's still going to be there and it's going to intensify until our body can't hold it anymore. And then what will happen is we will have a big reaction to a seemingly minor incident because once we allow one emotion out, even if it's a small one, then anything that we've suppressed will come out with it. Just like using the bathroom analogy again, if I've held it for a long time and when I finally go, it's going to be like a flood. And it's the same thing with the emotions. Once we finally let one out, they all come out. And so the best thing that we can do is, again, not to ignore it, but to allow ourselves to, to feel it, to just notice what we feel and help other people do it. Instead of trying to make them feel better, just ask them about what they're feeling, you know, not why they're feeling it or, or to help them feel something different. 
but just help ourselves and help other people understand more about what we're feeling. And a good way to do that, and again, I may have talked about this before, but it's worth repeating and I'll probably repeat it again uh, because it's important and it's a good thing to practice is just naming your emotions, naming what you're feeling. So tell yourself, uh, I feel sad instead of I shouldn't feel sad or this is stupid, this is ridiculous or I'm, I'm making too big of a deal out of this or whatever it is. Just name the emotion without judging, without trying to change it. I feel sad. I feel angry. Even the comfortable ones. I feel happy. I feel excited. Just name what you're feeling. And then another thing to add to that, because there's different intensities with the emotions. So rate the intensity of the emotion as well. You know, rate it on a scale from zero zero to ten. Zero is the lowest, ten the highest. So I feel anxious and it's a seven. Um, Don't try to change the emotion, but in order to make it more manageable, first just naming the emotions can start making them more manageable and can help us understand them more. You know, so name the emotion, rate it, see how intense it is, see if it's tolerable for you. And if it is tolerable, uh, if it's not, then see what you can do to bring it within that level of tolerance for you. You know, if it's like for me, my level of tolerance is about a seven. Anything above a seven, then I want to try to bring it within that or at least wait until I am back within that level of tolerance. Uh, So I don't need to change it because if I wait, it'll change on its own. But if it's within that level of tolerance, then become curious about the emotions. So I feel anxious or I feel sad or I feel angry and, you know, it's a six or it's an eight or whatever it is. Then ask yourself, what's making me feel this way? What am I noticing that's making me feel angry or anxious? Where is this coming from? Become curious about it. Ask a lot of what questions and where questions, not so much why why it can kind of hold a judgmental tone sometimes. You know, why would I feel this way? It, I don't feel like I ask myself that out of curiosity. It's more out of criticism. So if you feel like you're being critical, try to become more curious about the emotion because it's there for a reason. You know, you, again, your body doesn't make mistakes. There's a purpose to the emotion. There's a by a lot. We've had these emotions since the time we were cavemen. So Become curious about it. Learn what it means to you. Not not the definition of emotions, like not what sadness means, but what does your sadness mean to you in this moment? You know, so name the emotion. Uh, I feel sad. Rate the intensity. Uh, it's a six. And then ask, become curious about it. What's making me feel this way right now? And just pay attention to the answer. Again, no judgment. Just notice it. What's making me feel this way? Where's this coming from? And again, you can feel seemingly contradicting emotions at the same time. So it doesn't have to be one or the other. And again, the season brings out a lot of those. So if you feel happy and joyful about one thing, but sad and upset about another Just pay attention to those emotions and just follow the feeling and see where it takes you because it's valid and it comes from somewhere. So I hope that this makes sense. Uh, If if you have any questions or thoughts about anything that you've heard today or or in any other episodes, then feel free to email me at 
Jason Hughes 089 at gmail.com. That's J A S O N H U G H E S 089 at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear what you think or any questions that you have or even topic ideas. If, if there's something that you want to hear me talk about, feel free to send in an email and, and I'll be happy to address it. Um, and again, I appreciate you listening. I hope that you're doing well and that your your holiday season is going okay. And if it's not, that's fine too. Um, I hope that this was helpful and made sense. And if it wasn't, then you can listen again and I will, as always, try again. And I hope that you do too. And I will talk to you later. Thanks. Take care.